For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast Time. Welcome to the show, Game Plan Show. What is the 49ers game plan to go against the Los Angeles Chargers? They have a lot of talent. You know, Justin Herbert is one of the best quarterbacks in this league, and whenever you have an elite quarterback on the other side, it presents a lot of challenges. You throw in the fact they have a running back like Austin Eckler, who has so much ability to create an open space. He's dynamic, not just in the run game, but in the passing game as well. Having both of those guys makes it difficult on any defense. When you throw in the fact that last year, they were one of the best offenses uh, with Joe Lombardi being the offensive coordinator, they did a really good job. And Lombardi comes from that Sean Payton tree of coaches. He was quarterback coach for Drew Brees when he had all of his success. So this is a team that's well-equipped. They have Brandon Staley as their head coach. They run a 3-4 defense. It's a really good football team. Now, they've been winning games even though they've been suffering a lot of injuries. They've had injuries to wide receivers Keenan Allen, to Mike Williams. Like These guys are very big-time playmakers, and yet Justin Herbert and the Chargers have found ways to win, including beating the Atlanta Falcons, who had just gotten done defeating the San Francisco 49ers just a few weeks back. So this team is well-equipped and able to handle a lot thrown their way. They're playing in a very tough AFC West and they need wins. They want to win this football game. It's going to be on Sunday night. It's going to be in front of the entire nation 
everyone's going to be watching the Chargers and 49ers, and I think this game is going to live up to the billing. I think it's going to be a solid matchup. Kyle Shanahan, though, even though Staley's very familiar with Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's very familiar with what Brandon Staley wants to do. That two-deep safety look that they run, a 3-4 defense, is something that he saw when Staley was with the Rams. That's something they were ready for. Defensive coordinator for the Rams, Ronaldo Hill, he comes from you know the, that kind of system, that Vic Fangio system. He coached in Denver under Vic Fangio. So that's what you're going to see. 3-4 defense, you're going to see deep safety look and they have one of the best safeties in the league in Derwin James they have an upstart corner in Asante Samuel uh Florida State products and you know I'm a Florida State guy so I've been watching them a lot over the years they're very good football players they made moves on defense you know they went out and got JC Jackson unfortunately he's, he's hurt they got Sebastian Joseph Day he's playing they got Khalil Mack he's playing the problem is guys like Joey Bosa got hurt they have still yet to figure out their linebacker core overall but they brought in Kyle Van Noy they brought over Troy Reader from the Rams they've added players to this defense to try to get better and then guys have played and stepped up as well along the way this is a very very good defense overall have they been struggling against the run yes they give up 5.7 yards per carry why exactly is why we, what we're going to go through in this and what how the 49ers are going to attack but they do have a very good linebacker I want to give a little bit of props to, and that is Drew Tranquil. Watching him on film against the Atlanta Falcons, he did a very good job. He was filling. He was making the plays that he needed to make. So they've got playmakers. They've got players on defense that can do some things. I think question marks really you know, come from this offensive line. You know, I mean, they lost Rashawn Slater. They've had other guys that have gotten banged up. Now they've gotten Corey Lindsley back. He's going to be playing the center position. He's one of the best to do it in the league. So they have a couple of guys. Um, they're going to be a, a team to watch. And this is going to be a fun matchup for the 49ers. So how exactly do the 49ers go to stop Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, in this offense? Well, it's made a little bit easier by the fact Keenan Allen may or may not play. And uh, Mike Williams won't play. Uh, that makes it a lot easier. Because those guys are dynamic vertical threats who can create down the field Without that, they lose a little bit in that area. Now, Gerald Everett, very talented tight end. He's been making plays for them. He's a matchup issue for almost any defense. They got wide receivers, Joshua Palmer. Uh, he's been making some plays. DeAndre Carter, he's got some ability. He's also the return guy. So they have some guys that can create, can get open. Uh, but Justin Herbert's been having to go with more of a rhythm passing game. It's about timing, getting the ball out quickly to take some of the pressure off the offensive line. They haven't really had those opportunities you go down the field vertically. So you rally and make tackles at the sticks, and sometimes you can get off the field. That's what Atlanta did early in that game. They slowed the they slowed the run, and then they played a soft zone, allowed them to complete pass underneath, and then rally to make tackles, and just didn't allow any yards after the catch. They were able to get off the field on the first two drives. Atlanta was. There were some adjustments by the, the Chargers after that. The Chargers adjusted, uh, and also Justin Herbert made some plays. He was able to extend some plays, and then find open receivers. When he started getting into the intermediate range, just you know, just that eight to ten yard range is when the Atlanta Falcons had to adjust defense. And that is when Austin Eckler started getting involved in the run game and making some good plays. They started getting favorable run boxes. What are favorable run boxes? That's when you have either an even or you outnumber the defense inside that that box area. That's defensive line and linebackers from tackle to tackle. So that's where the 49ers are going to have to make sure they stop the Chargers. They're going to have to stop this run. 
If they're able to get the run game going with Eckler, it's going to be very difficult to stop Justin Herbert, no matter who his talented players are. Yes, it might be easier without Allen and Mike Williams, uh, but the other guys can still get it done too. So you got to make sure you limit Austin Eckler. You've got to stop him. And the fact that you're going to have a pretty solid linebacker group with Fred Warner, you know, and, and, and Aziz, and these guys are going to be able to come in there and make some plays. I think that's going to help the 49ers. So stopping the run is the main goal, because if you stop the run and you make them one-dimensional, then you can kind of go after Herbert a little bit. Herbert, of course, I'm sure him and Eckler and the, and this Joe Lombardi-led offense will try to screen the 49ers. We've seen Kansas City do it. We've seen the Los Angeles Rams do it. That's exactly what the Chargers will try to do as well. And the way that they use Eckler is very similar to the way Sean Payton used to use Darren Sproles. They want to get him out in space and let him create. So the 49ers need to take away those screens. If that means not getting the, you know, the, the type of pressure they want to get as far as blitzing, and stuff on Justin Herbert early in the game, I think that's important. What's very important, though, is forcing the Chargers to be in third and long. If you have third and five, Justin Herbert's going to complete a pass for a first down. He's just going to get it done underneath. He's going to make plays. He's going to find somebody open for five to seven yards. If it's third and 10 and 12 because you've stopped the run, you got one pass breakup, you made him throw an errant pass early on in a, in a series, you're going to be able to get off the field. That's the key. Third down efficiency for the Chargers is going to be a key. Can the 49ers hold them near 30%? If they can, they can walk away with a victory. If they can't, and Justin Herbert's able to extend and make plays, and we know this is a disaster for 49ers defenses all the time when they have quarterbacks that can create with their legs, get outside the pocket, and then make something happen down the field. Those are the types of situations the 49ers have to worry about. So they do have to you know, kind of hem up Justin Herbert. Herbert's a guy that threw for over 5,000 yards and ran for over 300 last year in 2021 he's athletic enough to make plays he has a laser rocket arm he can make every single throw he can roll right and throw back across his body to the left hand side and hit a receiver the guy is extremely talented now where are their weaknesses on offense it's on the offensive line and the strengths for the 49ers defense is defensive line so you would think that would be advantage san francisco but can the 49ers get pressure with just four we talked about Corey lindsley he's one of the best centers now they have question marks at some of the other positions. So the not a starting left tackle. You know, they they lost Rashawn Slater. That hurt them big time. You know, a Pipkins, their right tackle, he's been dealing with a little bit of an injury. He's nicked up. Those are times you have to take advantage of. Uh, you have to make sure you get pressure on Justin Herbert. And if you can get pressure with just the front four, then you're gonna have an opportunity to make plays. So the way success for the 49ers and the game plan in this is to take away the run, hopefully with just seven men in the box. Hopefully you don't have to put an eighth man in there. If you do, that's going to be good on the back end as far as start stopping Justin Herbert. So stop the run on early downs and then prevent Justin Herbert from creating, getting outside the pocket, extending plays and making some, something happen on third down. And then you need to get at least one turnover. Force a turnover against Justin Herbert. Get on the plus side of things. That way you have an opportunity to win. And this defense has been able to do that in the past. And I think they can potentially do that in this game. Now, uh, does that mean an interception from her? Potentially. If he tries to force something down the field, you just got to make uh, make him unsteady, make him uncomfortable. Not easy to do. Herbert is one of those guys. He's cool, calm, collected, and he knows what he's doing. But he can be confused occasionally, and you have to take advantage of it. Now, on the offensive side of the ball, you know what they're going to run. They're going to run a 3-4 defense. They're going to have those two outside linebackers. They're going to come up on the line of scrimmage. It's going to be Khalil Mack. It's going to be Chris Rumpf. They're going to come up there, and they're going to try to set the edge. And we've seen this with the Rams. 
it creates natural bubbles for you to be able to run the football. Uh, the bubble is between tackle, you know, and tight end, tackle and fullback who's off the line of scrimmage, but uh, you know, on the end of the line. Those types of things are where you create bubbles to run the football. 49ers natural way of running the football in those situations has been put a guy in motion, have them help the tight end or a tackle kick out that edge guy and create even a bigger void to be able to run in the football. Now that you have Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell, those outside run outside zone plays are available. Those quick tosses with a two-way decision for the running back are there. And this type of defense is something you can attack. Now, what Brandon Staley did was something we've seen the Rams do before. When he played the Falcons and the Falcons were getting that run game going with 97 yards in the first quarter, what he did was he switched to a six-man front. He brought in an extra defensive lineman. Sound familiar? That's exactly what the Rams did against the 49ers in the NFC Championship game last year. Bring in an extra defensive lineman, play the two uh, you know, outside linebackers in a, in a way outside set, wide nine type formation. And then you have one linebacker and two deep safety looks. So they're still protecting themselves from the deep ball. Is there still run lanes? Yes. It's just harder to be able to pull. It's harder to be able to do things on the inside. And what it does is it kind of creates an opportunity for your linebacker to be able to flow without anyone getting on him. Can you still run the football? Absolutely. You can get outside. If you can go ahead and, and kick that edge guy out or even get him hooked, you can make plays. But what it really opens up is huge voids in the passing game. Because if you have six guys in the line of scrimmage with one linebacker, it means you have four defenders in the secondary. You're running a two-deep safety look and two corners on the outside. There's a huge void where the hash marks are. Just outside that outside linebacker and between the corner going up vertical until you get to the safety. Being able to run RPOs, quick slants, and things like that could be real problems. That's where the 49ers personnel really comes into uh, you know, into view is because you have guys that you don't know what they are. Are they running backs? Are they wide receivers? How how come they have multiple running backs on this? How come they have multiple tight ends? Finding matchup issues. Now, the Chargers have good defenders. Asante Samuel, Derwin James are no joke in coverage. They're good. But finding these key matchups, if you're going to play a two-deep zone with six minutes of line of scrimmage because you can't stop the 49ers run game, right up that hash mark is wide open for plays for the 49ers to be able to create uh, and you know what? More than likely, the Chargers are going to have to switch that up. They're going to have to go to some robber looks. One of those safeties is going to have to creep down into the box post-snap. That other safety is going to have to go single high, which means they're probably going to run some cover three looks as well. Uh, cover one, cover three, they're going to have to adjust with robber. That way they can try to take away the center of the field because that is open. And where is Jimmy Garoppolo so successful? Right there. That's why Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle Shanahan, have had so much success against this kind of defense. The Brandon Staley, Vic Fangio style of defense is, is something that Kyle has been able to execute against at a high level, and Jimmy Garoppolo's strengths lead to that. Uh, the exotic looks that they're going to be able to run with McCaffrey, with Debo Samuel, Kyle Juszczyk, George Kittle, and Brandon Ayuk are going to be absolutely nasty. You come out in a nickel package, they can take advantage of you in the run game. You come out in a base 4-3, they can take advantage of you in, a pa in, the, in the passing game. Um, so I think it's going to be a struggle. You know, run, run against the nickel, pass against the base set. And that's the thing. If you're in your base 4-3, that means Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, somebody's getting matched up in a favorable matchup. It could even be Kyle Juszczyk. Because if you want to sit in the zone, and we split Kyle Juszczyk all the way out, 
to the, the receiver spot. He's being covered by a corner. That means a corner is not covering one of your skilled players. If he's not covering one of your skilled players, who is it? And it's not as easy as saying, hey, we got Derwin James. We're going to take away George Kittle. That can no longer be the case with the addition of Debo, oh, with, uh, CMC. With Christian McCaffrey there, you can no longer do that. There's just too many avenues to be able to attack. So what do the 49ers do? Well, early on, they want to establish this run game. And if the Rams come out in that, I'm sorry, if the Chargers come out, Rams defense, uh, come out in that set, that five-man front, that 34 defense, you're going to want to run in those bubbles. That's just outside your offensive tackle, that C-gap area. And you're going to want to attack there. You're going to want to run outside zone, run the boots off of that. Uh, yeah, that outside linebacker on the other side makes it more difficult for the boots. He's going to want to get down the line of scrimmage to help stop the outside zone. That's why you run the boot, because if he flies down the line of scrimmage, you're able to come out on the boot and then throw you know, to somebody coming on the flood patterns. Uh, so that's what the 49ers are trying to do. They're trying to get these type of looks so that way you can't go down and take away those run plays. And if you do, you're going to get beat with the pass. Uh, and a flood is about levels. It's about getting multiple receivers to one area of the field, flooding that zone, and then getting a levels concept, usually three, one, two, three, where Jimmy Garoppolo would be able to move the pocket and throw the football. So I think that is the the avenue for the 49ers. What the 49ers have to do is be successful in early downs. They were against the Rams. Being able to be successful in early downs makes it easier for the 49ers on third. If you have third and two, third and three, you still have the threat of the run in your offense, that's going to be opportunities to convert. Uh, and I think that's what they need to do. They need to have their conversion rate over 40%. We want to keep the Chargers at around 30 to 35, and you want to be over 40 as an offense for the 49ers. You want to take what the defense gives you. Jimmy Garoppolo continued to check down you know, to, to Christian McCaffrey, check down to Debo. Last week, he checked down to Brandon Ayuk. Find those guys, take what the defense gets you, and let your playmakers make plays. And Jimmy's been on a little bit of a hot streak. He's throwing touchdowns in football games. Now all he has to do is eliminate the potential turnover plays. The 49ers can play turnover-free football, convert it over 30 over 40% on third down, and then run unique personnel groupings that put the Chargers in difficult situations. I think they're going to be okay. And it all starts with that run game. And if they come out in a six-man front, it's got to be Jimmy Garoppolo throwing the football and making them change the defense. Offensively, make the defense uh, do what you want them to do. You dictate the terms. That's what it's about. And on special teams, the 49ers really need to hold their water. It, the, the special teams for the Rams are pretty good. Uh, I'm, once again, I said Rams. For the Chargers, is pretty good. Um, so you need to make sure you execute. They have a pretty good coach over there. Their special teams... Coordinator is Ryan Ficken. He comes over from Minnesota Vikings. He was under that regime, and he did such a good job over there. He was ninth overall on PFF last year, special teams-wise, and he comes over, and he's doing a pretty good job. This is a, a team that's pretty well-balanced for the Chargers, a good offense, good defense, good special teams, just really ravaged by injuries. If they were healthy, boy, would this make this game make me entirely nervous because they are a very, very talented team. Uh, it's just injuries, and really, they've been able to overcome those injuries. Coming into this game, you would think the 49ers have a better record from the than the Chargers. The way people talk about it, the Chargers are five and three. The 49ers are four and four, and the 49ers need to win. The Chargers need to win. This is going to be a good one on Sunday Night Football. Let me know what you thought about this breakdown. What's the game plan for the 49ers versus the Los Angeles Chargers? Do you think the 49ers are going to be able to do the things I said? They're going to be able to limit the run game. They're going to be able to prevent them from you know 
getting a nice conversion rate on third down. They're going to create a turnover. If you think those things are possible, let me know in the comment section. As far as offense, you agree with my game plan. Establish the run game. Force Brandon Staley and this defense to adjust to go to six-man fronts and then take advantage of that void that's going to be available there in these, uh, the, you know, the seams and the hash mark area of the defense. If, if you think that's the way to go, let me know. Is it, you know, do you think Jimmy needs to take vertical shots? Or do you think he needs to just take what's there? Are you excited to see the exotic looks? I think it's going to be a lot of fun. But thank you so much for joining me for the game plan video. After doing all the breakdown, which you can check over on Patreon, we have a scouting report video over on Patreon. Break down the Chargers versus Falcons. Go even more in depth on how they're running their plays and how their adjustments worked on defense. So if you want to check that out, head over to Patreon and watch that video. But until next time, uh, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.